inside the wrestle house my name is carl carafel and this is turnbuckle talk episode number two 166 yes 266 times i have gone through and done in some capacity this show of turnbuckle talk and i'm excited to keep on doing it it's a passion that i love and it's all because of you ed thank you so much for popping in here it's time for carl's turnbuckle talk yes it is um considering it's solo show now yeah <laughs> it's time for my turnbuckle talk before we get into some wrestling talk though I mean, I guess this is kind of wrestling talk here. Um, I have noticed a little bit of an influx of subscribers over on my YouTube channel and uh, my Podbean as well. JPJ, love you, my friend. How are you? Um, so I've had a few people message me as well and ask me about this, about what I do, about how I got into this. So I'm just going to give everybody a quick little synopsis of how things came to be. And I know that some of you already know, but for those who have not heard as of yet, I'll just give a quick rundown for everybody. So back in 2015 is when all of this started with Mighty Joe and myself after a good friend of ours had unfortunately passed away. Joe and our friend Kyle were working on a show called Wrestling Recap. And uh, they they took things to uh, amazing places, but then unfortunately Kyle passed away, and Mighty Joe wanted to continue on with it, so he asked me to come on board. So I did. In the beginning stages, we worked with online radio with our good friend Ryan over at Energy Rock Radio. Go and check them out; fantastic stuff over there. And we were able to do some great things over there too. We were able to do some some really cool interviews with different people, like Jeff Jarrett, like Bushwhacker Luke, C.W. Anderson, Dan Zandig, a whole bunch of different people. We were able to do interviews with uh, Cage, um, Brian Cage, as well, another one. Jazzy Gaber, uh, or the Alpha Female, as well as like Franco Varga, uh, you know, good independent stars as well. 
and then time progressed on and Joe and I decided that we wanted to go independent. So that's what we did. We kept the turnbuckle talk name. Um, after Kyle passed away, the name changed from wrestling recap to turnbuckle talk. And we just continued that on. And then mighty Joe, um, became corporate Joe and didn't have the time to be able to do this anymore, uh, in a, um, full capacity. So he decided to take a step back and left it with me and things have just kept going from there. And I'm going to keep going because I absolutely love doing all of this. This is what I love. Professional wrestling has been a part of my life since I've been three years old. I worked in the business as well. I was a professional wrestler for a while in uh, Northern Ontario and upper Michigan, uh, which was fantastic. I loved that time professionally wrestling. Um, it was, it was great. And all of it, all of it came out of my Oma's love for professional wrestling as well. That sparked it all for me. So Oma, I hope I've done you proud in doing all of this and continuing on even after stepping out of the ring. Speaking of stepping into the ring or out of the ring, the WWE has decided that they are once again going back to the United Kingdom. Now, while we don't know what this show is going to be just yet, we do know that Wales is going to host uh, the United Kingdom's first major WWE stadium event in 30 years at the Cardiff's Principality Stadium. And that release came right from the WWE. They announced the first major event that's going to be happening Saturday, September 3rd. Now, September usually is Survivor Series time. I don't know, and it's usually more like the end of the month, so I don't know if they're going to uh, maybe push things and uh, give Survivor Series to the UK, or if they're going to give them a special show. That we don't know yet. Uh, that is going to come out later. That's pretty much all they say. It says fans uh, interested in pre-sale opportunities can register uh, other than that, they really haven't given us very much more information, which honestly kind of sucks for our friends over in the UK that uh, that want to be able to go to this. I mean, if you're a fan of the WWE, you're you're going to buy tickets anyways, no matter what it is, I'm sure. But them touting this as being, you know, a major stadium event. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Maybe they should announce it, I think. JPJ saying thanks at that Canada dude. I didn't see uh, any any comments there from a at that Canada dude, unless you're referring to me. Which you could very well be, because I am Canadian. Proudly Canadian. As was my character when I was wrestling, known as the extreme Canadian Carl Carafel. Those were fun times. 100% those were fun times. So it would be nice as well if the WWE decided to maybe bring themselves back for a major event to Canada, as we're talking about that Canada dude. Um, Yeah, that Canada dude. Come on, WWE. We need some more events up here as well. 
it would be nice. We are part of America. I mean, we're considered North America. So it would be nice. It would be very, very nice to, to maybe get another pay-per-view here. Maybe something uh, in, in the Ontario area or even uh, Manitoba would be nice. Um, somewhere that I can travel to would be fantastic because I would I would probably go and show up. Um, out on the East Coast, they could do something out there because I don't think that they've really ever done anything out on the East Coast. And the West Coast, of course, has so much great professional wrestling out there as well, including Love Pro Wrestling, uh, which are going to be doing monthly shows out there as well. So lots of great stuff, lots of great Canadian stuff happening in the world of professional wrestling. So it'd be nice if the WWE expanded a little bit further into Canada again. Uh, they used to. They used to do a lot of different shows up in Canada. Um, and then they just kind of pulled back from that. And 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 I'm sure it's probably because of, uh, you know, exchange rates and, and uh, financial and stuff like that. But I think there's enough of a following up in Canada that they'd be able to... Uh, make it worthwhile i'm sure i'm sure they could speaking of worth oh my good lord um so the wwe i don't know if if, if everybody knows but they actually have an auction and it's auction.wwe.com so it's it's an auction site that they have where they auction off different photos um memorable photos on plaques uh ring used gear stuff like that uh, and you know even autographed stuff as well so the wwe allowed Liv morgan to sign the wrestlemania 38 used entrance whip that she had when she came down to the ring okay cool so I've taken a look at the website before the auction site before, and you, you know, you see, you see things, you know, upwards of maybe a thousand dollars, you know, $3,000 kind of for things. Um, this one unbelievably ended. You ready for this? $10,000, six, $10,671, sorry. And 99 cents. Somebody's got a high limit on their credit card. Because to be able to use the site, you actually have to put in your credit card information so that when the auction closes, if you're the winner, Bob's your uncle, and it automatically takes that payment. Um, <laughs> JPJ, you're right. JPJ chiming in here saying the thirst is real. My word. Like, I... Okay, I'm a simp for Liv Morgan. Okay, I definitely am. But I couldn't spend $10,672 on a whip that she carried out to the ring. I, I couldn't do it. That is absolutely insane. After I saw that, I went to the auction site. And there's nothing like that on there. As, as of when I looked, which was a couple days ago, they had a whole bunch of different signed uh, prints, um, Rob Schumacher prints as well that are autographed. 
and the highest I think was going for four hundred dollars, which uh, which was a buy it now. They had a several of them available, and it was a an Undertaker print for four hundred dollars. Ten thousand dollars. Are you real? That is absolutely insane. I don't even understand that. I get it. It's autographed. I get it. It's got the date that WrestleMania happened on it. It's not like you've won a date with Liv Morgan for $10,000. You've won a whip that she held in her hand. Are you kidding me? I guess the old saying is true. Some people have more money than brains. <laughs> to everyone that is here right now or anyone that is listening to this afterwards or watching this afterwards, leave me a comment. Would you spend that kind of money, $10,000, on something that wasn't even ring-worn on an item that was just carried down to the ring. And not even, this isn't even something iconic, like the Undertaker's urn that Paul Bearer carried. Like, okay, maybe something like that I could see going for, you know, a few thousand dollars. But this is just insane. This is this is a, a nothing thing. This is a whip that you could go to your local sex shop and pick up for 25 bucks. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Let me know. Let me know what you guys think. And thank you so much to each and every one of you who have tuned in after the fact. I know that uh, sometimes the 605 or the 805 on a Tuesday is not a perfect time. I get that. But I thank you all for listening and being here anyways. And I appreciate you all. Like I said, I've I've seen a little bit of an influx. And, and I mean, that I can say is probably thanks to somebody that I had a really great conversation with uh, from Southern Ontario area. Uh, and uh, she actually let a few of her friends and her boyfriend and, and other people know uh, about the show. So uh, thank you so much, Christy. That's all. That's that's all I'm going to say. Thank you so much, Christy. Um. I don't even know where to go from here. This is this is unbelievable to I'm I'm shocked and I'm at a loss. I was working until 7 p.m. today and I actually did go and see a a friend of mine that works in one of the malls I that I go and uh, take a look at and I patrol and I was checking on on my security guard there and uh, saw a good friend of mine that I used to wrestle with in the store that he's now working at. So I stopped and talked with him because it's been a little bit. And he informed me that he was quite pleasantly pleased with WrestleMania week. WrestleMania he enjoyed as well. But the entire week that was, he said that he still has yet to be able to see uh, Briscoe's uh, match as well as FTR's match. Um, he, he said that he's trying to catch up on everything and he knows how good that they are because of uh, the buzz that's been around about it as well as 
a matchup that just happened like a couple days ago. We were talking John Moxley and Wheeler Yuta. Okay, so now I, I get that some people do not enjoy seeing the blood that comes with professional wrestling. I understand that. But, and and while there was a ton of blood that was literally pulsating out of Wheeler Yuta's face, um, that, okay, just like, just like JPJ says, uh, if you're watching the video, you'll be able to see the actual full word. JPJ was actually there live for this, and he says, effing magic. I think that is a perfect way to describe it. That entire matchup was pure effing magic. Wheeler Yuta has really come into his own when it comes to the world of professional wrestling, and I love seeing that, and I love seeing him being able to showcase what he can do inside of the AEW ring. AEW does do a little bit more. They 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 do get I guess get away with a little bit more when it comes to um a little bit of vulgarity as well as a little bit of gore as some would say. Um this this sure may have looked gory but it told a story. And it was a story that I want to keep reading. Just pure magic. Thank you, JPJ. I love that. I love that you you use that word magic because that's exactly what it was. It, insane. Insane. It is if you went to go see Chris Angel. Or David Copperfield. Or went to go see Houdini. Like you were mesmerized by the stuff that they could do. Same thing here. Holy crap. Same thing here. If you have not seen it, go and see it. Go and check it out. Find it somehow, some way. JBJ saying this was about an hour after the Bucks and FTR. Which I think is really good. Yes. Just as JPJ writes here as well, he says, so the crowd just simmered down. Then this was the last thing we saw, which I think is perfect placement and the perfect way to do it. Give those people an amazing match between the Young Bucks and FTR. And then you need to put some filler in there, especially for something like this. And honestly, for me, anything that Mox does is gold. Anything that John Moxley touches is just absolute pure gold. I have loved everything that he has done, even back from the days when he was in the Shield uh, with the WWE, with uh, alongside Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins over there. I gravitated towards John Moxley, and this was even before I really knew about John Moxley. Um, the, the wrestler, John Moxley, because I was introduced to this person as Dean Ambrose. 
So, of course, I go and check out, uh, you know, who Dean Ambrose is because, you know, I'm kind of taking a liking to this character. And then I find out about John Moxley. And then I'm going and checking out some of the stuff that John Moxley has done over on the uh, hardcore, um, you know, uh, death wrestle scene, I guess. And I just was even more enveloped into it. It was bloody fantastic. <laughs> No pun intended, but yes, it was bloody fantastic. It's stuff like that that really takes me back to the days that I enjoyed professional wrestling. We're talking the Attitude Era. Um, back when they were able to do all these different things, that there was, you know, blood. Uh, some of the shit that they did was a little questionable, Katie Vick. Um, but a lot of the stuff was just great. And, and, and I was a fan of ECW as well, where that was a lot of um, not necessarily over the top death match, but they were doing some pretty crazy shit there as well, which really helped me as the extreme Canadian Carl Carafel be able to do some of those things as well. So I was, I was very much so um, a fan of doing these different styled matches with, you know, crutches and tables and chairs and kendo sticks and barbed wire and all of this different stuff. I, I would not do light tubes. That was one thing I said, no, I would not do thumbtacks. Sure. Legos bring it on. I don't care what it was. Light tubes is something that I really shied away from. I, I was not, uh, nope. I was not having any of that. JPJ saying Wheeler was a made man by the end of this, a made man. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Not that he wasn't really before. People knew who he was before, but this really solidified Wheeler Yuda, which is which is amazing because that guy has it. In the world of professional wrestling, not a lot of people have it, but Wheeler Yuda now has it. I have a question for everybody. I'm going to give you the answer, but I have a question for everybody. Does anybody know where the name Stone Cold Steve Austin came from? This was something that I was reintroduced to today uh, from a friend of mine, Morgan. She texts me. She's like, hey, how did the name, how did Steve Austin get his name? I was like, hey, <laughs> I know this. There's actually a video clip of this. So I went and found the video clip and I sent it to her. She watched the video clip and she's like, oh my God, I heard that on the radio and I wasn't sure. She's like, but wow, how awesome is that? Steve Austin was working for other companies. He was working for, for WCW. He was let go from WCW. Vince McMahon gives him a phone call. He comes in as the ringmaster. 
Before that, he was working as Stunning Steve Austin. Comes in as the ringmaster into the WWE. And, you know, like something like that, as he says in this video clip, is uh, with Larry King. He was on Larry King show, and that's where the interview happened. That's uh, uh, something that's not very marketable. The ringmaster, Steve Austin. So he thought about things and he brought some stuff to uh, to creative and creative was throwing all these shit things out to him and uh, his wife at the time brings him a cup of tea and they're talking for a few minutes and she goes, you know what? Like, don't worry about it, honey. Like you're, you're going to get it. It's going to come to you. Something's something's going to come up. She says, make sure you drink your tea before it goes stone cold. And the light bulb went off. And that's how we got Stone Cold Steve Austin. I thought that, that was very interesting. It's something that uh, that not a lot of people know about. Um, yeah, like that was just interesting. Interesting little thing that I think a lot of people should know about. Something else that I guess people should know about is name changes in the WWE are inevitable. They're going to change no matter what. And I'm going to talk about two name changes right now. So the first name change that we're going to talk about is a very simple one. Just like they did with uh, Cesaro, they dropped just one name off of it. Well, as we found out on Monday Night Raw, this person would prefer just to go by theory. Um, hmm. Uh, JPJ, I agree with you. Hate it. Hate it. Loathe it. Absolute shit. This isn't a time where Vince McMahon should have been sitting back going, this is such good shit. Should have realized that this is just absolute shit. JBJ saying theory equals dumbass name. I agree. I don't think that that Austin Theory needed to drop that. I think that that the Austin Theory name just works so much better than just theory. I'm a music guy. When somebody says, "Hey, did you see Theory?" I immediately I'm thinking theory of a dead man. I am. That's that's what I'm thinking. Which, yes, I have seen Theory of a Dead Man. Great concert. Um, Austin Theory just works. Could you imagine if we had had the WWE drop Sean from Shawn Michaels? Or drop Hart from Bret Hart? 
How absolutely ridiculous would that have been? Especially considering people know Shawn Michaels as Shawn Michaels. And then you're just going to drop the Michaels? Or know Bret Hart as Bret Hart? He was always known as Bret Hart. And we're just going to drop the heart and just now start calling him Brett. Stupid. I hope that this is something that doesn't last very long, to be honest. I hope that this whole Austin Theory thing, I hope that they they just let him start using that full name again. Another, well, so we thought name change happened. Apparently, though, a name change didn't happen. And I'm talking somebody's little brother. I'm going to put a graphic up on the screen right now. I'm talking Ezekiel. So we have now been given photo confirmation that Ezekiel and Elias are not the same person. And all the haters are going to say that this is photoshopped. I know. I know. But we now have proof. As Ezekiel is standing with Elias together. Brothers together. Such a bond they have. It is Really great to see that bond between the two of them. Yes. Okay, so let's break kayfabe a little bit here. This whole Ezekiel name change as well is absolute shit. I wish the WWE would stop doing this. Elias was such a great character. The Drifter. Going out there with the guitar playing some music, playing some songs. It was absolutely fantastic. I loved the entire Elias character. Hello, my name is Elias. Was perfect. What's WWE going to stand for now? Is it going to be Walk with Ezekiel? I don't know why the WWE does this, but I can tell you it pisses off a lot of people. Me being one of them. I guess we're just going to have to wait and see what happens with this whole Ezekiel character. I don't like it, though. <laughs> right now, I'm not a fan. Right now, though, what we are going to do is we're going to take just a little bit of a break here. We're already 35 minutes into this broadcast, and we do want to make sure that we're talking about our sponsors. So I'm going to play a couple of videos from our sponsors here, and we'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling, a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. 
passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Support for Turnbuckle Talk as heard on Love Wrestling is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world? Manscaped. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Love Wrestling at manscaped.com. Hi, my name is Barry Radcliffe. You might recognize me from such films as The Longest Ride or Dead 2. Now, as a successful actor, I have two planes, a supermodel wife, countless exotic cars, and a ton of cash. You might think it couldn't get any better than this, but You'd be wrong for only $4.99. You could get OVWWrestlingNetwork.com. That's OVWWrestlingNetwork.com for only $4.99. Now, will your life be as good as this? No. Will it be better? Yes, and I guarantee that. That's not valid anywhere. OVWWrestlingNetwork.com is only $4.99. Tomorrow's yesterday is today. Price is so low, they're insane. www.wrestlingnetwork.com. It's only $4.99 a month. In between excitement, me too. www.wrestlingnetwork.com is only $4.99 a month. You get that incredible value. She cost me $17 million and I loved it. Want a real value? www.wrestlingnetwork.com. It's only $4.99. That's a price so low. Well, it's insane. <laughs> My name is Carl Carafel, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. Thank you so much for coming back after this break so that we could talk about our sponsors. Yes, collarandelbowbrand.com. I am wearing the collar and elbow branded hat that you can, well, you can't right now, but there are other pieces of merchandise that you can find over at collarandelbowbrand.com. While you're there, use the promo code JKPODCAST and get 10% off your entire purchase. Our friends at Manscaped as well, manscaped.com. Precision tools for your family jewels, just as it says. 100% guys, you need to go and check them out. Place an order and use the promo code LOVEWRESTLING. When you do, you're going to receive not only 20% off your entire purchase, plus free worldwide shipping. Absolute fantastic. We're not sponsored by the OVW Network, but good friend Al Snow helps and owns OVW. So I always want to make sure that I'm showcasing that as well, because it is absolute fantastic professional wrestling that happens over there. I, I'm friends with uh, one of the social media managers over there as well. Mr. Uh, Melkor, absolute fantastic man. I love that guy to death. He does amazing work for OVW. OVW is climbing the ranks and I love seeing it. You should all check out OVW as well. You can YouTube some OVW. You'll find some stuff there. 
this program seems to be a lot of WWE talk today because that seems to be a lot of what is actually in the news right now. Another one of the big things that's happening with the WWE is it seems as though they are attempting to amalgamate a number of different championships. Hong Kong Goosey baby. How are you, my friend? The real Canadian goose. Good to see you. Thank you for popping in. The WWE is amalgamating or has already amalgamated essentially the universal championship and the world heavyweight championship. They're not belts. If you watched Monday night raw, you know what I mean? They're not belts. Belts are what hold your pants up. They're championships. According to the WWE, it seems as though at some point we are going to get a unification match as well for the tag team championships. And it seems as though the bloodline is going to be holding the majority of the gold within the company. And I'm okay with that. The bloodline is doing amazing things right now. Roman Reigns is on a fantastic run with the company as well. It's great to see, and I absolutely love what they're doing. Roman Reigns has really showcased what he can do and has ran with it like a child runs with a piece of candy that he just took after being told no. It's great stuff right now. Now I'm wondering with all of this that's happening, especially with uh, Roman Reigns telling the Usos that uh, they need to go and get those championships and bring them back to the bloodline. If we might even see Maybe not necessarily an amalgamation of these, but if we might even see a singles run from Jimmy and Jay Uso as one goes for the Intercontinental Championship and the other goes for the United States Championship. I have not seen or heard any talk of those two titles being amalgamated just yet, but I can see the two of them taking a singles run so that they can then hold all the gold. Nearly all of it. I don't know if we consider the 24-7 championship really anything. If you do, then okay. I don't. I don't see that as an actual championship. I really don't. Whatever. But it's going to be very interesting to see over the next little while what the WWE does and how they go about all of this with the bloodline. And I'm interested to see it. Something that's interesting when we talk about championships as well. Matt Cardona apparently put out a tweet with a picture of seven championships that he is currently holding. I digress. I say six because the other one is the internet championship that essentially he just created for himself. Um, this tweet came out and it says promoters, wrestling companies, please stop booking me against your champions because my bag is getting too heavy. This to me is a success story. 
Now we know if you have followed the WWE and seen Zack Ryder uh, as he came up through the ranks of the WWE, you will know that he created this internet championship. And with the internet championship, it really propelled him to amazing heights within the WWE, all the way to the point of uh, winning the Intercontinental Championship, holding gold in the WWE, actual championships in the WWE, uh, winning ladder matches, you know, doing just great stuff. I am a Zack Ryder fan. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. I always have been. I gravitated towards that character. It was something different. It was something fresh, and I enjoyed it. Matt Cardona, on the other hand, is something that I am loving. I'm not just enjoying Matt Cardona. I am loving what is happening. <laughs> JPJ as well. I just saw this. JPJ says, love it, all in caps. Um, this entire thing with Matt Cardona is just absolute craziness. For him to be going around to all of these, I guess, independent promotions, grabbing these championships, holding on to them, um, NWA championship. My goodness, this is freaking insane. But I love seeing this. He is another man who has really gone out there and put himself, literally himself, on the line not using his Zack Ryder uh, name, not using that, but using who he is to garner what he has now is something that not a lot of people can do. Cody Rhodes said that he needed to leave the WWE back six years ago and that he needed to make professional wrestling better. I think Zack Ryder was the originator of that. I think Matt Cardona originated going out, not necessarily going into business for yourself, but going into business as yourself and made it work. I think that that's absolute fantastic. I don't know what more I can say about that because it's just, it, 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 <sighs> When you have accomplished so much that you are having to take to Twitter to say, please stop giving me championships or giving me championship opportunities with your top guys. Wow. You made it. Not that he didn't before because 100% he did. He made it before. He's just more solidifying himself now. And it's great. I love it. There is so much good stuff that is happening in the world of professional wrestling outside of the WWE that it's very difficult at times to be able to keep up with it all. From MLW, NWA, the new beginnings of Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling. And I will even plug some of my friends, Love Pro Wrestling, K1, 
Canadian Wrestling's Elite, Ignite Wrestling down in Florida. So much good stuff that is out there. And a lot of this content you can actually find online as well. You can find a lot of it on YouTube. You can find Love Pro Wrestling on the Twitch channel, on the YouTube channel as well. The same with the CWE, same with Ignite Wrestling. Ignite Wrestling even has their own app on Roku. So if you've got a Roku, you can look up Ignite Wrestling and see any of that stuff as well. This is a good time to be a professional wrestling fan. Not just because of stuff that the WWE is doing, because, well, they're really starting to build things back up again here. But just in general, as a professional wrestling fan, this is a good time to be a fan of professional wrestling with all the great stuff that is out there. If you are not seeing any of it, just use your computer. Go to your search engine and type in independent professional wrestling. You're going to find so much that is out there for you to view for free. And you definitely should. Expand your mind. Expand your viewing as well from just the WWE. And we all know that we have AEW as well. AEW is a great promotion that's running and doing good things right now from, you know, dynamite to rampage to uh, dark and dark elevation, all, you know, and dark and dark elevation are available on YouTube where there's really no filler and it's all just professional wrestling in a matter of an hour and a half, two hours, you're getting 12 matches which is just fantastic stuff. And yes, it's, it's, uh, you know, dark and dark elevation are almost like uh breeding grounds, try out stuff, right? I get it. They're able to showcase a lot more of the independent talent on those shows, which a lot of the independent talent needs that showcasing. We really don't get that with the WWE, but AEW is giving us that, which is fantastic. That's my suggestion to all of you. That's my plea. My plea to you is to go and check out more independent professional wrestling because I think that for any of those who have been uh, down on the wrestling business or uh, down on what the WWE has done, and I don't mean a good down, I mean a bad down on what the WWE is, has done or has been doing, you got so much that you can take a look at. So go and check it all out. Something else that I want everybody to check out is a brand new show that I am part of called Beats and Beatdowns that airs right here on this Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash lovewrestlingca. And that happens Saturdays at 7.30 p.m. And then the show is uploaded to Turnbuckle Studios, my YouTube page, on Sundays at 8 a.m. So if you can't catch it at the 7.30 on Saturday night, 
you can try to catch it at 8 a.m. on Sunday morning, and it'll just be there. So you can actually go and take a look at that anytime that you want. I'm hoping to maybe be able to bring some more content over to my platform of Turnbuckle Studios as well. But in the meantime, if you're looking for some great content, check out lovewrestling.ca. Yes, go to that website. Because not only are there articles that are over there, there's podcasts, there's videos. There is such a plethora of good things over there, whether it is shows like Between Two Beards with my good friends JPJ and Plugo, whether it is other shows like Smark and Friends, the All Elite Sidecast that happens on Wednesdays as AEW is happening. The Legacy of. And a new show over there as well. Major Love Wrestling. So much great content that is over there at lovewrestling.ca. And tonight... Tonight, starting at 10 p.m. over here on this Twitch channel, you are actually going to find a double header of NWA Power Out and NXT, T-E-A, like you're drinking a cup of tea, sipping the tea, all about NXT. So many good people over here at Love Wrestling. I want you to go and check out all of them as you can. Follow the socials. For love wrestling as well, because the majority of us reshare, retweet. So you can always find something that has been shared or tweeted by love wrestling and take a look at the who's liked and who's uh, retweeted. And you can find a big list of people, whether it's Ed, Astrid, Cody, Zach, JPJ, Plugo, Spencer Love himself. Josh Robinson. There's so many different people. Bobby, insert miscellaneous name, Munson, because he goes by a few different ones. So many people that you can go and follow for some amazing content as well. Please do so. Again, my name is Carl Carafel. This has been Turnbuckle Talk, episode 266. Thank you all so much for joining me again. And I look forward to the next time that we are able to meet up again. If you can make sure you go over to turnbuckle studios, subscribe over there and ring that bell so that you are informed every time a new show happens. Thank you again. And we will see you all on the next one. Thank <laughs> you.